seven minutes past the chosen price. Let's go. Let's do this. Letting us know what it takes, what he's looking for. He made a way for us through what? Repentance. He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God is at hand. It is within your reach. It has not been within your reach since the fall of man in the garden. We've done all of these things and God has given us laws. And yes, you could be saved by that before Jesus Christ and before salvation. But now the Lord is saying, look, I have the cure. If you remember when they were bitten by the serpents in the wilderness, God told Moses to make a a brazen um, serpent. And he said, hold it up. And when the people look at it, he said they will be cured from it. If you look at it on poison or medicines or what have you, you'll see that serpent on the stick. And he said, hold this up. And they look upon it, they will be cured from it. Jesus said, if I be lifted up as the serpent was in the wilderness with Moses, he said, I will draw all men unto me. So it's not our job to hate people and fight people because they are infected. Anyone that saved is saved by grace and salvation and we all were infected with sin but we have testimonies to say I'm not infected no more I don't have COVID no more I don't have sin test me Lord test me so seven minutes with God is a challenge to say can I set down the things that tempt me. Can I, can I lay aside the things that infected me? The things that brought me down in the first place. The things that separated my relationship from God in the first place. No, I wasn't in the garden to literally do what Adam did. But I got infected. And so I had sin in me. And it had to be dealt with. And I needed to acknowledge that I contracted it. That I'm infected with it. So that I could go to God to get rid of it, the great physician. And we think we can talk our way out, educate our way out, squirm our way out, argue our way out, and say, I'm not religious, I don't go to church, I don't believe in all of this stuff. We can do all of those things. We can say that you have a whole, a lot of people that had all kinds of conspiracies concerning COVID. But there were people who really died from COVID. So no matter what the opinions are, no matter how we feel about it, the reality is it exists and it is a threat to life. So God loved us so that he sent his son and Jesus became that person, like that scientist, that physician that did the research, came down through 42 generations. Do the math. 42 generations, six times seven. He came down through 42 generations and he said, now I got to go track down that serpent that's infected, that's infecting everybody else. And I got to take the venom from that serpent and mix it with my righteousness and holiness and come up with a cure a serum and when Jesus came out of that grave and he resurrected he said Mary touch me not for I have not yet ascended to the father I got to take this back to him uncontaminated not touch 
heaven CDC and he took it. He came back and he said, now you don't have to fear no serpent. You don't have to fear no man. You don't have to fear no devil. You don't have to fear no sin. You don't have to fear nothing, not even death, because I got the victory over all of that. And because I have the victory over it, you have the victory over it. Seven minutes of quality time, seven minutes of no complaining, seven minutes of no wish list, seven minutes of not asking God to fix nothing, seven minutes of no problems, but seven minutes of being thankful, seven minutes of a relationship and intimacy and say, Lord, I love you. I thank you for what you have done. I thank you, Lord, that I did not die in my sins. I thank you, Lord, because this thing that was a threat to me, to my family, it's not a threat anymore because you fixed it. You made a way for me. Should I turn down the opportunity that God has presented me with? The greatest offering that you can give God is your heart. A repentant heart. Because it's in the heart that we love or we hate. It's in the heart that we serve God or we reject God. And so today in Western culture, our society, the offerings that we ask for the most are usually monetary. But the monetary gift that God requires is to sustain the ministry, to support the preacher, the pastor, or what have you. That is real. So if you don't like the pastor, you don't like the organization, you don't like the ministry, don't give the monetary gift because they're going to use that to take care of responsibility money can fix or take care of. But when you give the gift of a heart, a repentant heart, without a doubt, that gift goes to God and God alone. Can we bring him the gift today? Of a repentant heart. I'm not here for the money. I am here to win people back to Christ, to win people back to God. This is about reconciliation. This is about restoration. God loves you. God loves me. And what God is asking us for is our heart, our commitment to Him to restore the relationship that was broken to acknowledge the sin that we have committed, to acknowledge the offenses and be able to go to God without shame and to be in his presence and not just feel his presence and his spirit, but for us to even feel the glory of God. We are not going to go in the presence of God and think that we're going to get his glory when we have not dealt with our infection. Sin is the infection. Sin is the disease.